This is Bridging the Gap with Love, episode 33. What's next in 2023? I'm Heidi Brower, a birth mom. And I'm Jessica Johns, an adoptive mom. And this is a podcast about adoption. As we share our own experiences and the stories of others, we hope to provide support for those in the adoption world and educate others on the joy and grief of adoption. All right, welcome back, guys. It has been a couple of weeks. We have uh, taken a, we took a couple weeks off. I'm sure that some of you have noticed. We actually had a couple family members who called us and said, where's an episode today? So first of all, we appreciate the support. We appreciate those of you who went on to see if there was an episode and then there wasn't. I think that we both needed the time off during the Christmas break. And um, now we are ready to come back refreshed and renewed. And we have some really exciting things planned. But first, I thought we could just kind of talk about like, Jessica, how was your Christmas break? Was it fun? Exhausting? What what was it? It was awesome. It feels like it's been going on for like almost a month. Seriously. Has it been that long? Yes. It feels like. <laughs> <laughs> That's how what all the moms are saying right now. Like, when do the schools go? My, my kids went back to school today, but yours didn't. We live yeah. in different school districts, but just eight minutes away from each other, but different school districts. I know. So my kids are back. Yeah. But it, it was a really good break. Um, it kind of started with my sister's wedding out in Utah, and then we've had family in town and a simple Christmas here at home, but it was a good break, and we, we put our Christmas stuff away, and yeah. Bradley's like, when is it Christmas again? And oh, I said, listen, time. next year. But But what's the next national holiday coming up? What is it? My birthday. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That was the incorrect answer for the best friend. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that was a national holiday. Anybody that really knows me, no, I'm just, I'm sorry, you guys. This is a Capricorn speaking. And those of you that don't believe in astrology, it's because you're not a Capricorn and you don't know that it like runs through your veins. It's ridiculous. But we, um, my birthday's coming up and I'm almost to the big four zero. And uh, Jessica and I and two of our other really good friends were sailing away for a couple days on a cruise. So we're really excited about that. That'll be fun. Yeah, I, I'm really glad we have that to look forward to. It's a yeah. little dreary here in Missouri right I now. Know. A little rainy. But yeah, our Christmas was, um, it was our first Christmas at home here in Missouri. Um, we did not go to Washington or to Oklahoma to visit family this year. We just stayed at home and we had a couple of members of the family come and see us and so we've had a lot of uh, laying around and doing not a whole lot, which sometimes is great. Mm-hmm. Um, we was a- were able to visit with some family members, which was really fun. We've had I- – I don't really know what else we've done because it feels like it's been a, a month. And it, it was. Really has- <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I- it's mostly only two weeks, but it- you know, I think it was actually It goes a on a long time. But it was really fun because on Christmas Day, I was able to call Alex and we FaceTimed and just – all talked about. I talked with Andrea and Alex, and uh, they talked with all of us. And I sent them a gift, which is one of our very favorite games. And so I'm excited that they have that. Which game? Secret Hitler. Oh, so that's a shout you know, out to a, <laughs> to a game. It doesn't sound as awful as it as it sounds, but it's a really fun game. And what's actually really exciting is on Thursday or Friday this week. So probably when this episode drops. My sister and her family will be driving through Utah, and they get to stay with Alex and Andrea and their family. And I think because of the the visit that I was able to have with Alex in October, I am able to approach this time of them being together with excitement. I'm not jealous. I'm not 
like insecure about them being there and spending that time with her when I'm not there. I just feel very whole and like excited that they get to have that time together. I don't know. I just feel like Alex coming to visit me that week in October was so healing for me in way more ways than I ever thought was possible. So I'm excited for them. So shout out to you guys. Have so much fun and play a lot of Secret Hitler together. (laughs) I love that. That is so fun. It's just fun. It's like, you know, I try to explain what these adoption relationships are like, and I've just kind of explained it as extended family. Yeah. Like, it just feels like family. So it's a familiar feeling, and it's fun to um, have those relationships. That's something that I was really thinking about this Christmas season, because my kids have siblings, you know, in other places. And I really was trying to think, like, how can I help them to feel connected to their siblings this Christmas? connected to their birth parents and so we all got the same Christmas jammies so Bradley's birth moms you know and and her kids all had the same Christmas jammies Danielle and Emma had the same Christmas jammies and then my family oh my gosh I didn't know that yeah we we all had the same Christmas jammies I was like going to be really on top of it and schedule like a little holiday mini with our other friend Mm -hmm. and um, get our pictures taken that didn't happen where does the time go during Christmas I, time? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. So I'm kind of sad about that. But Danielle and Jessica both sent me their pictures of them with their kids in these jammies. And I don't know. It just made me happy. And we saved them. We put those away in our holiday box and we'll bring them out next year. But I just like the feeling of being connected to our kids, um, birth families, especially over the holidays because we oh miss gosh. them. Jessica's family is out west. Um, Danielle is close. And we did get to spend, the girls got to spend some really great quality time with both Danielle and Chad this Christmas. We can talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, I would love to continue to hear about that. Also, side note, Arbuckles, wait for your jammies next year. Just uh-huh. kidding. Are you going to do it? <laughs> no, I don't know. Probably not. But... You guys had reunion shirts already. You're right. So we maybe I have... stole that idea. I don't know. You're right. We did have reunion shirts, which was awesome, which I can't wait for the next one, whenever that is. But So we've been thinking a lot about what does 2023 look like for us? Where? What do we want to do? I, I look back, and we've talked about this a couple of times, I've looked back in May when we first started and just the idea process and almost it being like this blank slate of like, what does this mean? What do we want to do with it? Where do we want to go? And over the last however many months, not great with math, however many months it's been, like we've really been able to kind of focus uh, what we want to do and where we want to go from here on out. Yeah, I think it's fun to look back on how it all started back in May, like with just like a conversation and feeling like really kind of pretty urgent about getting this message out there in time for Birth Mother's Day. And that's really what inspired us was sharing resources and support for birth mothers. And ever since then, you know, we've had some ideas about what we wanted to share about adoption. And I think we really did over in 2022, a great job of kind of laying just some good um, groundwork for what adoption looks like in the 2020s and at least what it looks like for us. And I think we've all been able to learn and grow together. Yeah, I think it's really interesting to just think about where we started and where we are now and how we've been able to evolve, not only for the podcast, but also for ourselves and how it's been very therapeutic for both of us and our relationships and how it's just been able to help us. I think at first, when we first started, we really wanted to focus on the birth mom aspect of the triad. And then we quickly realized how important this is for all parts of the triad. And then for those extended members of 
members of the family of those in the triad. So for the adoptive parents, for the birth parents, and for the adoptee. And that's been something that's been really important for us to learn and know that that the need is out there for all parts of this triad. Yeah, I think that's one of the big reasons why we started this is because we saw that there was this gap, like this lack of resources and support, especially for birth mothers. I, I mean, I feel like I've felt fairly supported in my adoptive parent journey um, and had a lot of the things that I needed, but I didn't have a place to go to like ask questions and to figure out how to navigate these open relationships, which are, are relatively new in the adoption scene. Mm-hmm. And so... I think what's cool is that we realize that as we create support and healing for birth mothers, we can do that sometimes by informing and educating adoptive parents and and everyone, yeah. you know, everyone that listens to this. And and Heidi had a good point that as we do that, ultimately we're helping the children that are adopted and that come into our families through adoption. Yeah. And and I, I think that's really neat to realize that as we support one part of this triad, we're supporting the entire, um, yeah, the entire triad. Yeah, I, I think that if we are secure um, in whatever our role is in this adoption triad, that there's no other choice other than to that to bleed into these relationships that we have. And so, with that, something that we are really, really excited about starting this month soon. We should probably have it ready to go by the time this airs, but we are going to start a Facebook group and we kind of look at this as a place of a community for all of those in the adoption triad. I have been part of some birth parent groups. I know Jessica has been a part of some adoptive parent groups or potentially those who are wanting to adopt. And I, and I'm sure that there are adoptee groups out there, but we want to create a space that is uh, safe and valuable for all of the members of the adoption triad. And I just kind of look at this as like an online group, right? When I was going through uh, therapy, I, I did group therapy and we met every Tuesday or Wednesday, I don't remember, every week as a big group of women who were going through the same thing, right? And I kind of think like this is one of the positive aspects of social media is we don't have to wait and meet every Thursday once a month for us to come together and have these thoughts and try to remember what was I struggling with two weeks ago or whatever it is and have this be a place where we can come together and ask questions and have a topic that we might want to cover that month or just have it be a place where we can come together as part of this adoption triad and just grow and learn together and be a support for one another. So something that we're going to do on there also is we're going to hold um, – once a month, like Zoom calls with us. And so that's really exciting because we'll get to see some of the faces of you guys, our listeners who might have questions and and come with those questions. We will probably have topics that we'll cover, you know, that month, but also we want it to be a place where maybe there's a birth parent struggling and an adoptive parent has the exact like right words for them, or maybe it's something that Jessica and I can help with. Um, maybe you're an adoptive parent and you are asking, I don't know how to honor my our birth mom on birth mother's day or on mother's day or on her birthday. And then birth moms get to come and say, this is what I've loved. This is how I've loved to be honored. And it's just going to be a place for us to grow and learn together. And I'm really, really excited about that. Yeah. I think it's interesting. Something that we've learned as we've been doing this podcast is it's almost easier to talk with somebody on the other side of the Mm -hmm. table that's not in your exact adoption story because we're not dealing with 
like some of those super raw, tender um, emotions that come from placing a baby in someone's family, receiving a baby into your own family. And so there's questions that I've been able to ask Heidi that I would have a harder time or wouldn't feel super comfortable asking to my kids' birth moms because yeah. they're just so tender right. and fragile. Mm-hmm. And and so I, I think it's been really valuable to realize that as we come together and talk and ask questions and share our own perspectives, like that we can take back to our individual relationships in our adoption stories. Yeah. And I, I think that can be really valuable. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we will have the link to the Facebook group on the show notes. And so you can go on there. You'll have to be approved. There's going to be some, um, you know, I don't know if they're called rules or standards that will, you know, have the group live by just because we want to make sure that everybody is heard and um, that it's a valuable place uh, for for all of us, a good positive space, because we really want to be able to highlight some really good positive stories while also honoring those that might be difficult. Yeah. And I think it's interesting just to think about like how adoption has changed. Like we were both involved with agencies and um, I don't know, there's been so many more independent and private adoptions and even foster care adoptions. And sometimes there aren't those natural resources and connections like provided to to couples Mm -hmm. or to birth parents. Like I remember before Jared and I adopted the girls, we sat and got to listen to panels Mm -hmm. of adoptive parents, panels of birth parents panels of of adults that had been adopted and how valuable it was to sit in a room with people who understood who you were and what you were about to navigate. And there was just a a sense of healing that came from being in a room with people who understood you. And it's very difficult, or I've found it difficult to find that and so this is our effort to do that because this yeah. is the way we can find support and healing um, and connect with people all over the country. Yeah. And I think it's important to note that we've said numerous times, like we are not licensed therapists, we're not counselors, but we we do have experience in this space and we know what has helped us in the past. And just like Jessica, when I was pregnant and going through what I was going through, I didn't want to hear from anybody else unless you were pregnant and willing to place your baby for adoption. I just didn't want to hear it. But when I was at group and I was with other people who kind of experienced the same things as me, my mind was able to open up a little bit more and I was willing to learn and try and, um, I just felt better. Like I felt heard. And so that's the space we're trying to provide. It's not to fix anybody. It's not to solve all of your problems. It's maybe we could offer a little bit of advice in these areas for you to take. But again, you know, we're not, we're not licensed therapists. And so we're not going to pretend like we are. We just want it to be a, a place for everybody to come together. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, I think that's the most easy way to connect um, that will work with people's schedules. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun. The other thing here on the podcast that um, we're hoping to do here in 2023 is to provide like weekly segments that will kind of be specific to adoptive parents one week, birth parents another week. The third week will hopefully be about navigating relationships within the adoption triad. And then the fourth week, we'd like to bring in those that have adoption stories that are willing to share, people that we can learn from, people who have stories that are different than ours that will help to kind of open and expand like our minds and hearts um, around adoption. So that's kind of the structure we're hoping to provide here um, through um, the podcast this year. 
Yeah, I'm really excited about this structure that we're kind of going by now. I feel like we have all of these ideas, but it's it's really fun to think that every week there will be a specific focus. And that is something that you can look forward to. So if you're a birth parent and you are just thinking about um, maybe extra help that you might need at that time, you would know that that's the episode that you could tune into. Like it's going to kind of streamline you to help you know, like where can you look to get help in that area. So for the first week of the month, we'll talk a little bit about something that pertains to the adoptive parents. This last month, we were able to have Danielle and Chad come over. Um, Chad came in from out of town and it had been, I think, five years since he had seen the girls. I believe it was in 2017. And Chad is the girl's birth dad. That's right. right. Okay. That's right. And so we had a really unique opportunity to have them both over in our home together um, with our girls. And it was something that we were really looking forward to. Eva and Nora were really looking forward to it. And as I was thinking about Christmas and the holidays, I was thinking about what is the best gift that I could give to Danielle and Chad. And there's so many things, you know, picture books I was thinking about. Like, I, I couldn't really come up with a great idea. But the night before they came over, the plan was kind of to have them over in our home and to just spend a few hours together, like eating dinner and just being there together in our crazy chaotic home. Because we also have a son, Bradley. (laughs) It's wild. So anyway, but the night before, I just had this idea that was, why don't you just let the four of them go out to dinner together? And the gift is that, you know, they get to go out to dinner and be together with Eva and Nora on their own and see if they can control that chaos (laughs) (laughs) and just get to see their little personalities without their parents there kind of trying to manage the situation and, you know, like keep the conversation going and keep behaviors under control. And anyway, there's so many relationships sometimes when you bring in an adoptive couple, a birth, you know, birth parents, kids, it's a lot of dynamics and it can sometimes be a little bit stressful. And I was like, maybe the best thing we could do is actually just let them go. Yeah. And that's the first time we've ever, we've ever done that. And it was honestly just a really sweet experience for them to be together. And it was a really sweet experience for me and Jared to sit back and just kind of let them go. And I mean, I had a lot of thoughts as an adopted mom about like, okay, what are they? I'm like, here's this little family that could have actually existed outside of me and Jared. Like, this is them. Like Danielle and Chad and Eva and Nora. And like biologically and genetically and in every way physically, those are their kids. And they're all going to go out to dinner and these kids look like them. They sound like them. They have their mannerisms. Like, I think people very nicely try to say to us like oh the girls look like you and I'm like oh I don't know about that but thank you so much have you seen a picture of their birth parents yeah (laughs) but like I I said to Danielle as they kind of walked out I was like just please send me pictures like that's all I ask I just want to see you guys out there they went to Red Robin it's a girl's favorite restaurant it's hysterical it's right down the road and then they went to Twisted Sugar and actually Heidi's daughter Kennedy took a picture of the four of them together and I was just like what a wild world that we live in I love it But for us at this stage in our adoption stories, our girls are 10 and the best gift I felt like we could give to Danielle and Chad was just to let them have Eva and Nora for a couple of hours. How do you think that you got to that point? Because I think that that's scary. Like somebody listening might think of this and be like, I could never get to that point where I could allow 
my child to go off with their birth parents by themselves, right? Like it takes a lot. And so how do you think that you've been able to get to that place where you're com- where you're comfortable with that? Yeah, that's a really good question. And it's going to be funny for Danielle and maybe Chad to listen to this episode. That's okay. But we just love them and they yeah. love us. So I, I think they're going to be okay with any of it. But um, I the first thing that I did is when I had the idea, I texted Jared and I said, would you be comfortable with this? Yeah. And because um, I always want to make sure that like, we're both on the same yeah, page. I love that. So I texted him. I was like, what would you think about this? And so he wrote back and he's like, I'm good with that. I think that's a great idea. So that was the first step is making sure that Jared and I were kind of on the same page. But I'll be honest, these stories, I don't know if they come from the media, but like I did have thoughts in my brain, like Daniel and Chad could just run off with them. <laughs> I could just take them. <laughs> that's so funny. And I was like, I'd probably let that go for a couple of days. <laughs> cool. I'm just kidding. No, but no, just like, you do have crazy thoughts. Yeah. Like, I want to be totally honest about that. Like, yeah. that is like a little sneaky, creepy thought that comes in there every once in a while. Um, but then I was like, okay, well, Danielle, like, has her own family and her own child at home. Yeah. And they have their lives and they have their work. And I trust them. That's the yeah. biggest thing. We have built a relationship of trust. And I knew, like, like logistically and in every way that is not a reality that could happen. Right. So I I calmed my mind down about that. And I once I knew Jared and I were on the same page, the next thing that I did is I texted Danielle and I asked her, would you be comfortable with that? Because Danielle and Chad aren't together anymore, mm-hmm. but they have been so gracious. And I don't know where they came up with this idea, but there have been a couple of times, even since the girls have been born, and, and they're not together in a relationship anymore, but where they have been willing to come together and be there with our girls together. And to see the four of them together for me and Jared has been really, really special. And so I wanted to make sure, because it had been a while since she had seen Chad too, that she would be comfortable with that. And she said, yeah, I think that's a good idea. And so those are really, you know, the, the two main things that I needed. And then Heidi's really taught me too, that it's important to ask our kids. And so, um, it's hysterical because I knew the girls were all in on this. Yeah. Okay. But I asked them anyway. And so I was grateful to like, that's something that I've learned over this last year. And so the last thing that I did is I asked Eva Nora, like, hey, Danielle and Chad are going to come over. We're going to spend some time with them. We'll open up gifts. But would you be okay going out to dinner with them? And they were like, yeah, when do we go? (laughs) (laughs) But like I told you, I think that it's important that you honored their agency in that moment, even though you knew that they were going to say yes that you were willing to say, is this important to you? Would you like to do it? And because I think for them to just take ownership and be like, I got to choose to be with my birth parents. And like, this is a really special time for me. And I also think something else that you did that you didn't mention, which is okay, but you also texted me or you called yeah. me and talked to me. And I think that that's a really good, I, I love all these other steps that you did, right? I think those are so important. I also think that it's helpful to talk to somebody outside of yep. your own triad of what's going on, right? And I remember a question you asked and you said, what if they wish that this is what like their family was like? And I said, what if they do? Like, what if that's true? And then we kind of try to talk through it, right? I think sometimes having an outside perspective on it, especially somebody who is involved and understands, but is not immediately, you know, right there. I think that helps. You've done that with me a few times. I've been able to say, help walk me through this. Like I, I'm feeling all of these insecurities and these feelings. And, you know, you've helped me to, to do that same thing. And I just think that it's really, that's kind of what this is for too, right? For us to be able to help those outside of our own inner circle to 
help them work through these things because they're real things. I think that a lot of times people assume that you and I have our crap together yep. with, with this adoption thing, but we both still have these feelings that come up, these right. insecurities that come up, these things that we're going to struggle with, and we're going to have these stories that come in our heads. But really to be able to work through them together or with other people helps us just work through it because it's still, it's a process. It will forever be a process. Yeah, I agree. And it helps us show up so good in our, in our relationships, um, with our kids and, um, with the kids, birth parents. So I, that's right. That was a really important step for me. And I think answering the question that your brain is asking was really important to do. Like I had to kind of go down that rabbit hole, like to make sure like I'm okay with all of that. Like, and I also can't control how Danielle and Chad, like, of course, And I bet if we asked them and if they were here right now, they probably did think about that while they were out with the girls. And is that okay for them to do that? And it is. And the girls may have thought about that. Or if they didn't today, they might eventually. Mm -hmm. And I think we all need to be okay with that. And and still, we can have those thoughts and wonder what if. Right but also feel really confident in the decisions that we've made and really grateful to each other. I just felt um, Danielle and I and and Chad and I afterwards talked about it. Um, They came back to our house afterwards and we just got to talk about how it was. And we were just so proud of ourselves. I mean, this was over 10 years in the making. Yeah. That, that's how long it took to get to that point, you know, for yeah. our, kid, our kids to be able to go out to Red Robin and get, you know, sugar cookies and, and sodas with and, their birth parents. And for some people, it might take 19, 20, 25 years, right? Like it, 10 isn't a magic number for everybody, but you did what works for you. That's right. And it wasn't what somebody else told you. You had to come to that conclusion on your own. Yeah. But it was so worth it. Like all of the conversations, like any of the effort, all of the fear, like all, all of it, it was worth it for those moments. Like those pictures, I will just cherish forever. And I know Danielle and Chad will too, and Eva and Nora as well. And we get to continue to build upon that. And so, yeah, yeah, I was grateful to myself for like working through that and being okay with that. And just so grateful to have relationships that are built on trust and love and respect. Um, We would not be able to have experiences like that without without it yeah and i i know that danielle feels that same love and trust and respect from you and so in return naturally she's going to want to give that to you because that's how relationships work right and i just love that you said that what's the greatest gift you could have given her because you get to honor her in the most beautiful way without something that i mean gifts are awesome right i'm a gifts person love them but to me that's going outside of yourself to allow something uncomfortable to be a gift for her and i just think it's beautiful yeah and the other thing we were talking about is that like as an adoptive parent um jared and i had to let go in that moment and let go of our fears let go of our insecurities and like physically let go of Eva and Nora and let them walk out our front door with Danielle and Chad and get in a car and yeah. drive down the road and go out to eat with people that look like them, that share their mannerisms, that love them dearly. Um, and it was our opportunity as adoptive parents, as, as parents to let go. And it's really important to recognize that there were so many hours and days where that was Chad and Danielle's job 
to let go of Eva and Nora. They were the first ones to do that. And I have those memories like etched in my mind forever. I remember Chad sitting in a rocking chair holding Eva and Nora and the way he looked at them. And I just knew from the very beginning that he loved them. And Danielle spent every single moment that she could with Eva and Nora, even though she had just gone through surgery. And those moments of them watching them emotionally and mentally let go, um, have allowed me over the years to be able to to let go in some ways. And I think because we've all been willing to let go, we've gained so much family and so much love and, and um, built some beautiful relationships that I'm really proud of. Yeah, I love that so much. Thank you so much for sharing that. So I hope you guys look forward to the next few months and year that we have, uh, because we're really excited about some of the things that we're going to bring up. And we also were able to come off of Christmas break. We saw that we had gotten some new uh, five-star reviews and some comments. And so I just wanted to shout those out. Um, those of you that have taken time to give us a five-star review and to leave us a review, being able to read those has really meant a lot to us. So we thank you so much. If you were just looking to help us out in any way, that would be an awesome way for you to be able to just jump on, uh, scroll all the way down. If you're on an iPhone, scroll all the way down and it'll there will, there will be a spot for you to leave us a review. That means a lot for us. Also, we are still looking for more people to interview. So if you want to share your story, please email us at bridgingthegapwithlove22 at gmail.com. Until next time, guys, have a great day.